0: I'm Jonathan Hayes of the St. Louis Battlehawks and this is the XFL show. <gasps> This is for the love of football. This is the road to 2022. And this is the XFL show. I'm Alan. And I'm Brian. So, former XFL players and coaches are actually gearing up right now to get back on the field in the Spring League in just a little over a week. And the new owners sat down for their first televised interview together to talk about the XFL. This is episode 140. And we got some soul today, Brian. I'm feeling it. I have this energy. Maybe it's because this is, I'm now proclaiming my unofficial bachelor party right here, right now. Welcome to the party.
1: <laughs> what is it? Is it love, peace, and soul? Is that what we're going with here? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got soul. Uh, yeah, sure. If this is your bachelor party, I feel a little under overdressed,
0: but it's fine. You are totally uh, overdressed. You're supposed to wear your, your spooky shirts, too. It's October. But, uh, yeah, I'm getting hitched on. Tuesday, on a Tuesday, and uh, I have all these... I tried to build a beer snake. If everyone's watching on YouTube, you could see, you got to drink a lot of beer to get the beer snake as big as it was in D.C., so I have newfound respect, Bryant. You see this? This is yeah, like... But they were going with
1: like 24 ounces, probably. At, they're at a the little stadium. bigger. But those is, are what, like 18, 16, maybe? This
0: is like 50 cups, and I wanted to just display it behind me. It, it can't even get as high as the microphone, so we got a lot of work to do on this bachelor party edition of of the show, if you're ready. I don't know. It is We weren't too prepared for it. And it's a morning recording, too, which is rare.
1: As many times as we have had to push your wedding, or you have had to push your wedding, it's surprising that we're not actually ready for this uh, show in particular, (laughs) but it's
0: fine. No, we're ready for the show, not the party. I don't know what's going to happen, but here we are. We got a beer snake, and we are ready to talk about the Spring League, The Rock, and Danny Garcia on Vice TV. Brian, did you see the interview? Yes. Good. Because we're going to talk all about it and we are going to have uh, some discussions about what they said. 724-565-4XFL's number for you to call if you're watching on YouTube or listening on your favorite podcast app. You can always interact with the show Have your voice heard. Call the XFL fan line at 724-565-4XFL anytime, and we'll play your message or your question, your comment, and of course, social media, at XFL Show. And today, we are brought to you by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcasts.com if you'd like to start your own podcast and have your own personal producer help you out with all the stuff you don't want to do, because all you want to do is talk into the microphone and do a podcast. You didn't want to learn about producing and mastering audio and all this and getting it to Apple. So go to prettyeasypodcast.com, and they'll take care of it for you because they have a motto, and the motto goes, how, Brian?
1: Making podcasting uh, pretty easy.
0: Dinkin' and Dunkin' now around the XFL and social media a bit, Brian, and I love seeing the fun facts after another NFL weekend. Well, it was more of like an NFL weekend in a couple of weekdays this week. But uh, here's a fun fact. The last team to win in MetLife Stadium that actually plays for the city of New York slash New Jersey. The New York Guardians, the Jets and Giants have not won at MetLife yet. They're the only team to win. Well, in they have that not won yet. At Let's all. Let's get that straight, too. They're the only team to win in that building, though, in all of 2020. And I think I was at their last vi- the last victory at MetLife by the home team, unfortunately, Yeah, it was the week four, I believe, against yeah. the
1: Wildcats. Uh, I think they played week five in Dallas, I believe. Uh, That was the start of Luis Perez's, uh, you know, comeback player of the year, if you could have that in a first season uh, or even so, uh, maybe an MVP. (laughs) But, yeah, it's kind of uh, expected. It's a a dumpster fire uh, out in New York, New Jersey, uh, with those Giants and Jets
0: right now. Well, the Jets
1: more so. The Giants are trying, but the Jets are just... Yeah,
0: I guess. I guess. I don't know. The Guardians with Luis Perez, they no one thought they'd beat LA. Maybe they would handle the jets or the giants and the losers have to leave MetLife forever in my perfect world. And where we have a, a three-way, uh, turn. Well, then between. I'd want
1: the guardians to lose. Cause then they can go somewhere closer to New York <laughs> or they're well, going to be the Northeastern guardians anyways. Oh, yeah,
0: according to our one uh, <laughs> emailer. Yes. Uh, another fun fact after the NFL weekend that not a lot of people are talking about as much as the guardians owning MetLife, uh, how about the Dragons outdrawing the Seattle Seahawks at CenturyLink Field so far in 2020, Bryant? And To no fault of the Seattle Seahawks, though, obviously. But what? more more people have watched the Dragons in person in 2020 than they have watched the Seahawks at home. Bet you would have never guessed that in February. Well, wouldn't that be
1: most? I mean, uh, yeah, sure, Alan. Where's the dad jokes coming from? I don't understand, but it's fine. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. I don't know. It's it's part of the bachelor party vibe, man. We're having a good time telling bachelor stupid jokes. Bachelor party is bad. Dad, telling stupid jokes. I wish this was the right
1: podcast to talk about dumb bachelor parties you've been to.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not that podcast. Let's, <laughs> we're talking about more wholesome stuff like Pep Hamilton. Do you see him on TV? Oh, they show shows some shots. They of him. praise this man all over the place. He's getting all, all kinds of man. love for the job he's doing with the Chargers and helping Justin Herbert. Off to a blazing rookie Got him so prepared for that game. Totally prepared to almost beat Tom Brady and then almost beat Drew Brees. Have you ever seen a rookie almost beat two legendary quarterbacks like that back-to-back weeks? Uh, Never. Maybe Roethlisberger? That's probably the only one that
1: maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But Big Ben... But Big Ben as a rookie, those guys weren't legends yet. So no, I don't, so I don't think of, it. Yeah.
0: And uh, Pep <laughs> Hamilton, though, wearing the shield. I saw him on the sidelines. I freaked out and texted you watching that game against uh, the Saints and saying, man, he li- he is doing a great job. So if we're talking XFLers in the NFL, Pep Hamilton probably top of the list. Uh, Donald Parham, we talked about his touchdown as well. But we'll get into the Chargers, some, man. The Chargers overall. They got a lot of XFL They, they were watching. I'll tell you what. They yeah. were watching absolutely we'll talk more xflers in the nfl coming up uh last week we talked about the spring league bryant on social media a lot of people reacting to the spring league's uh schedule being released and all the news we're going to talk about about uh for that league coming up but uh the overall reaction to our show last week and people just talking about the spring league in general people feel perplexed that the spring league's playing in the fall but everybody's waking up to the fact that football is wanted by the people and you got to give the people what they want. Everybody recognizes that, it seems, on social media. Well,
1: that's what, yeah, there's there's always a niche for people who want more football during the week. Anything to, to, to consume their time, noise in the background, something to bet on if they can. There's so many reasons why people want more football. Uh, the Spring League, playing in the fall is a little weird. It's a little awkward. But at the same time, how many people knew that the Spring League played in the spring? Really? Because this is going to be the first time they're really televised. So uh, it might be a question that they ask themselves. But I think overall, many people are going to tune into this just
0: for curiosity's sakes. Oh, absolutely. And they they had a lot of cool announcements this week that we're going to get into team names, players, coaches. You're going to want to keep an ear out of coming up on the show here for that. And then get ready because just in a week from next Tuesday, they're going to be on FS1. I'm personally hyped for this now that we've seen some of the names that are going to be involved, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun, I think. We will get back to it, though. What about The Rock? The own, One of the owners of the XFL, Bryant, reaching over 200 million followers on Instagram, and that seems like a big number because, well, they're telling us that he's the most followed American male in the world. That means he's the most popular male on all of Instagram, hailing from the United States. It's a lot.
1: Well, if you really think about it, he's top three. So number one is Instagram is the most followed account on Instagram, which that's like following Tom on MySpace. But Everybody gets that. Also, that Instagram
0: really- is, is not gendered, correct? Yeah. There, this is, this <laughs> yeah. has I to mean, be a male from America.
1: That's, that's very true. Uh, number one is Cristiano, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. That's the, the number one. He has three, 240, 240. Oh, The Rock
0: will catch up to him. Especially uh, are we grande talking about him every week. <laughs>
1: 203 million. And then The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, 200 million. Whew. That, that's just millions So and millions of you, Instagram followers.
0: You already know how big The Rock is. I don't have to tell anybody he's the biggest star in the world. But then you see the numbers. The data is actually there. And then if you're someone at Fox or ESPN or whatever television network they talk to, if you're a player, if you're anybody who's being approached... By the XFL, you see that and you say, damn. I mean, there are followers, there are viewers, and there are people that are going to gravitate towards this brand simply because of this man with his 200 million plus followers.
1: Legit, Alan, this is not something I'm making up. Data or data. Um, The Rock, in his contracts for like movies, there's like lines in there that pay him like one or two million dollars to promote the movie on his Instagram feed. Like that's money. That's 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 free advertisement mm-hmm. That the Rock's going to be giving the XFL that's worth millions and millions of dollars. Uh that's that's huge. And if, and if you don't think so you're, you I don't know what you're thinking because the Rock having 200 million followers him doing a little tweet or a little Instagram post of the XFL is going to be huge.
0: Going to be big, big. I'm telling you, huge because as much as we love Vince McMahon as a promoter and the machine that the machines that he manipulates this kind of social media power is different it's a different audience for the XFL really that's gonna be uh promoted, getting it promoted to them on Instagram this is going to be big and you have the data to back it up right there that's just a, a cold hard fact coming out this past week that was also really I would wouldn't put it
1: past I would have put it past the fact that the rock might have a bigger reach to the WWE audience the WWE because of the past mm-hmm. that might f- be following the rock that probably doesn't follow WWE today for so sure there's it's, it's just a different and more uh bigger reach for the rock and the XFL now
0: it's it's going to i love be, social media if you can't it's tell. going it's going to be something for you to follow as a sultan of social media yourself so I'll, i will i will uh go to you for all the info and the and the ex- explanations for why that is such a big deal but it's impressive. 200 and million. Uh, 200 and million. Yeah, I can't even speak. I'm trying to pick which Pep Hamilton sound Did you finish to play those right beers in that beer snake this morning? You see how many beers this is? This is a lot of <laughs> beers this morning. Did I drink them all today? Maybe. You You be the judge, gentle listener. <laughs> oh, man. It's my last show before as a bachelor, Brian. Let me have some fun. Why don't you? <laughs> what, what's next? What are we supposed to be doing here next? Cover two. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we'll do that. Here we go. If you're ready, I'm ready. We're going to talk the Spring League XFLers in the NFL. It's time for this week's cover two.
1: You got to get on your horse now, Rashad.
0: Get on your horse and ride, ride, ride into the NFL and follow on these XFLers. Pep Hamilton, we talked about him killing it as the QB coach with the Chargers, Justin Herbert, getting people talking. He's competing, looking great. Uh, we have players in this league as well. Donald Parham, who scored his touchdown, wasn't that big of a From factor. Stetson
1: in Florida. In Florida.
0: And, uh, you know, we got players we're keeping an eye out. No one's made a giant impact as, like, you know, some force that teams are game planning for yet, but we're keeping an eye out. And, of course, new players being brought on to squads each and every single week, like T. Gray Scales – who was a renegades linebacker, Bryant? He was signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So according to our friend Mike Mitchell, we're about twenty-two XFLers in into the NFL right now on practice squads or main rosters. Of all of them, I think we have one touchdown. But if you count all of Justin Herberts, there's many more, thanks to Pep Hamilton. And that's just your latest update. Do you find yourself watching the Panthers more just waiting for a PJ Walker appearance are you watching more Chargers as an XFL or XFL fan how are you trying to scope out XFLers on a Sunday when you're going through your red zone or your Sunday ticket or whatever
1: I think it's it's Chargers mostly just because uh, I think uh, uh, Storm was also active this past week I don't know if he actually got in the game but um, the Chargers have so much I guess more uh, bang for my buck right there if I just watch the Chargers Uh, You know, I I try not to follow them too much because it just makes me miss it. I'll be honest. honest. (laughs) It just makes me miss the XFL. So, So I'm happy for all these players. And don't get me wrong, 22 XFLers on NFL or practice squads or what it might be is great. And I think something that's maybe missed because of this awkward season where expanded, you know, uh, practice squads are here and all these call ups and all that stuff is that with 22 players in the. NFL that were in the XFL that's 22 players that were in the NFL that don't have a job so those players who were good enough last year to be on practice squads and not in the XFL could certainly be in the XFL this coming spring, so I think there's a balance here, knowing that the more players that are in the X NFL because of the XFL. There's going to be more players available for the XFL going forward as well.
0: Yeah, and then and then that, that brings us to the Spring League because we see a bunch of guys that weren't in the XFL that are in the Spring League that I'm excited to see play in that league because they were either guys you knew in college or names you've heard or maybe guys you even saw in the NFL for a, a hot second. Major Spring League hype this week, Brian, because they released team names, they released some rosters, they released their schedule on Fox Sports 1. First, I'm going to give you the team names. Generals, Aviators, Conquerors, Blues, Jousters, and shout out to Vince McMahon, I guess, the Alphas. <laughs> They're your six-team names. Generals, 16 Aviators, names. Conquerors, Blues, Jousters, Alphas. Uh, I,
1: I personally find Conquerors and Jousters hard to cheer for, like... I don't know. I just, yeah. Let's go joust. It just doesn't roll off the tongue. Uh, aviators. I, I kind of dig aviators. Generals. We've heard that before. Uh, blues, obviously in St. Louis. Um, unless they left too. Do they? No. This is not the same Blues team, right? They stayed in St. Louis.
0: No. Yeah, that's not that. They didn't, okay, St. They Louis didn't
1: left. lose another team. Thank goodness. <laughs> and the alphas, uh, you know, it, it's all right. and they're okay. I mean, for a spring league, for a team, you know, for no one that has any like ties to a city,
0: this is fine. Aviators. By far the rulers of this bunch, I think it looks like their logo is Howard Hughes. I'm pretty sure it's uh That's a rat. All the other ones, I don't know. They're they're. I would say subpar to me, but this league's not well, it's about better than team, the team A, team B, that's, or West, yeah. East, well, not, North, so whatever it may be. But not better than team nine. No way. <laughs> that's true. Uh, and actually, the coach of team nine is in this league. But let's talk about the players next. So players of note that you recognize from the XFL that will play. In the Spring League, linebacker Demarcus Gates played with the Rough Roughnecks. James Folston, uh, we got Quentin Flowers, the quarterback. Nick Truesdell, first, first pick, pick, pick of the Vi- of the Vipers. Nick Holly, friend of the show. Vinny Papali, who I don't know if he made an XFL roster, but he was definitely at the summer showcases. Yep. And then Dwayne Hendricks, the defensive end, I think played for the Battlehawks. Pit guy. So. You've got names Jeremiah Spicer's in this league too as well, the linebacker with the amazing story who was with the L.A. Wildcats at the beginning of the year. Uh, But those are the former XFL players, Brian, so obviously those are the guys you're going to be zeroing in on when you watch on Fox Sports 1 for sure.
1: Didn't I see – I thought I saw
0: Jacquez Patrick too was on one of these rosters. I might have missed that. I might have overlooked
1: that or something. But, yeah, a ton of talent that you're going to be able to watch if you miss any of those guys. uh, You can get to see them again. Uh, they look like they're staying in game shape, so that's a good sign for uh,
0: 2022 as well. Yeah, they're, you know, there could be more XFL players I was hoping for in this league, but we're going to see some guys that definitely I, I felt like had a shot at making practice squads that are going to be still fighting for that dream to keep playing, so that's great to see. And uh, we're also going to see some big-time college quarterbacks in this league. Uh, you got JT Barrett, Shea Patterson, Zach Mettenberger, former AAF quarterback. Who I believe played with the Express. He was Memphis. at one of the
1: uh, summer showcases. As
0: well. So, so the Spring League does have some some talent. You'll recognize whether you're a college fan, XFL fan. Uh, it's definitely going to be worth watching. If anything, the reason to watch is that Jerry Glanville is a coach in this league, head coach uh, of the the Conquerors for, but not the. It's Jerry Glanville. He should be the coach of the Aviators. He's going to be wearing them during the games but he's the conqueror's coach. I don't know. Go figure, (laughs) Bryant
1: Jerry Gladville. Uh, I was a few feet away from the man in, uh, in LA when they played and It was uh, kind of, I felt like there was like this around his glow around him being that close wearing energy, (laughs) his snake skin boots. Uh, So that'd be fun. I'm very interested in watching this and actually seeing all these familiar faces that I'm, you know, a year ago, I had no idea who they were.
0: Yeah. And, And if you followed the XFL intensely, like we did, you're going to really be hyped for this. I mean, you've got, of course, Jerry Glanville's the superstar that we all love and recognize. But you also have the Houston Roughnecks undefeated defensive coordinator, Ted Cottrell. He'll be the Blues head coach in the Spring League. And then Team Nine's head coach, Bart Andrus, who was in charge of managing Team 9, the, t- the mysterious team no one ever saw play. Undefeated. They were, undefeated. Yeah, they were undefeated. Uh, he's the head coach of the Generals. So you have players and coaches from the XFL involved in the Spring League, and all the games will take place at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, and the first game, Tuesday the 27th of October, 8 p.m. Eastern kickoff on FS1, Bryant, I am actually geeked for this just because it isn't XFL football, but it's some of our, our favorite guys, and it's... It's just more football in the middle of the week. I'm. It's not. It's not right. what we want, but I think it'll suffice for me for now. The spring league in the fall. I'm happy.
1: It's. It's not what you want. Well, they're going to give it to you right now. Um, <laughs> on. Isn't this your wedding day, sir?
0: Uh, the tw- no, mine is the twentieth. This is
1: a week after my wedding. Oh, the week after. Gotcha. Yeah. Thought, okay, yeah, that's it. Okay, yeah, no more football. Can't. We can't complain. I'm not complaining. If anyone is complaining, they're just stop.
0: Yeah, and I'm hyped for this, too, because it is the day before honeymoon, too. We take off for the honeymoon. So I'm going to be there live watching this Tuesday night, the 27th, 8 p.m. on FS1. That's the Spring League. And uh, good luck to everybody in this league. Hopefully everybody uh, leapfrogs into the NFL or the XFL from here. It's going to be, for sure, a scouting adventure for those of us who nerd out on that stuff.
1: I think it would it would benefit the XFL to partner again if they can with the Spring League. I don't know if they you know how their relationship ended with the whole uh, bankruptcy hearing, but um, they could use the Spring League as almost like a buffer for players to stay in shape until the XFL is ready to play in 2022 for next year. If the Spring League is <laughs> willing to to put a season together like this and they're going to get paid on television or whatnot, it might be worth uh, you know looking looking that up and maybe seeing if the Spring League wants to kind of almost helped the players stay conditioned until 2022.
0: Yeah, there could definitely be some sort of relationship, hopefully uh, where it's a scouting combine type deal or a testing ground. Like it was Uh, there. Hopefully that relationship is still there. We haven't heard there haven't been any details on partnerships yet from Danny Garcia and the rock, but they did talk a lot about the philosophy and the the intent behind them buying the XFL. And that's what we're going to get into. It's, it's uh, not a whole lot was said in this first interview, but enough for us to have a fun time here at the end of the show if you're ready. I am ready. It's time for this week's hot read. So, Danny Garcia and The Rock, co owners of the XFL, Dwayne Johnson and Danny Garcia on Vice TV, Brian, on the Stick to Sports show with carry champion and Jamel Hill different kind of sports talk show that's about eight episodes in I've been enjoying it they they don't hold back and they get into some heavy conversations and they did a little bit with The Rock and Danny Garcia in this one but I just love first off the, how they talk about the, the whole buying the XFL everything that went into it in terms of step by step and what happened was Danny Garcia texted The Rock said call me he called her and said let's do it let's buy the XFL if you're ready he said, "I'm in," and she pushed. She she brought it up to him. He said, "Hell yeah!" And they went in and bought the XFL. Did research obviously before doing it, but I like that it. it was initiated by Danny Garcia. And these are business people first that see something that fits their their brand, their mission, their goals, their interests, and they go do it. And I love that. And it, just like Vince McMahon, I think is that kind of personality. The same type of personalities are pushing the XFL into this new era
1: yeah it fits their passion I think is something I'd like to to kind of point out right they, if they're passionate about it they're, they're, they're in it is what I got from this interview it was, it was a short interview maybe about 10-15 minutes really only about 10 of, of the XFL talk but um Danny Garcia uh, calling The Rock or texting The Rock telling her to call him I guess was out of the blue because she's just like you know call call me when you can when you <laughs> got some time and this one was like call me now right this second and The Rock's like imagine having that kind of power over The Rock hey Rock call me right now That that's Only a few people, I'm sure, in the world have that kind of power for the rock to drop everything and and have them call him right away. Um, But let's buy the XFL. I mean, they've done their due diligence, as what they said. So, you know, maybe kind of spur the moment, but at the same time, very uh, methodical about what they were doing.
0: Yeah. So if you missed this interview, definitely check it out. Um, You're going to see them talk a lot about the the, like Brian said, the passion, the soul and culture of the league, which are going to be. A major, major uh, major phrasing and major marketing points, especially to, I think players that they're going to try to get involved in the league so they talked about The Rock, of course his history as a football player and not having the XFL when he fell out of the CFL and went from a, a wannabe pro football player and went into pro wrestling and acting and everything uh, his reasoning behind doing it is personal in that regard. Danny Garcia's reasoning for buying the league is personal. She wants to be someone who's forward thinking in the sports world. This is a woman that loves sports. Is uh, been involved with it and the Rock pretty much her whole adult life as well. And so, them doing this feels like a lot of people are throwing out the words "passion project," Bryant. And I would agree with that. These people are doing this because this is a passion project. They even admitted the deck is stacked against them in terms of the past financial success of the XFL and what's ahead of them in terms of getting over that hump. But the fire is there. And certainly a different kind of uh, phrasing and, and kind of intent behind the league this time than it was in 2018 when Vince McMahon brought it back where his messaging was a lot about the fans. We want to get the fans... Football they can be proud of and, and enjoy, and in the spring, most importantly. And this is feel it's a personal kind of messaging and it's kind of a movement type of messaging when they bring it, especially those words which I think cannot be understated soul and culture. That is, I think. Very much fits into the times we're living in, quite honestly, but also something that I think is going to catch a lot of people's ears that weren't maybe interested in the XFL in, in twenty eighteen through twenty twenty.
1: Well, I think the uh, Vince McMahon coming back in twenty twenty was personal for him, but for different reasons, right? He wanted maybe show the world that he was not a so much of a a, a failure, I guess, in the in the football world. I yeah, uh, but but for whatever the reason may be, I guess the passion. Uh, that comes from the rock and and Danny Garcia whatever their whatever drives their passion I'm like it because it seems like they're in full you know full throttle like they're going for this and not just for the players it's not just for the fans it's not just for themselves it's not for the, just for the coaches it's for everyone everyone is one this is the XFL it's not just um you know this is owners this is players this is fans this is all going to be a league co- a legal culture and I guess they're going to try to establish that uh culture quickly with with everyone
0: yeah, that's really, I think, going to if you're a young player and you see owners of a league talking like that, and especially if your choice is not playing football, the CFL, if it comes back, which I believe it will, or just the XFL or hopefully trying to get in the NFL. But, you know, you're, you're a long shot. You hear that messaging from the XFL and the money, of course, is decent enough. That's going to go a long way. 200 million followers on instagram don't forget brian i mean the power of the rock is a is the owner of the league if you're a player looking at that messaging and looking at their mission if those are going to fall in line with a lot of young talent i believe but the major headline from this interview of course is going to be what they said regarding players rights and right to protest most uh, notably and what danny garcia said right here so for us patriotism patriotism is not indifference Mm -hmm. patriotism
1: is fighting representing and celebrating and calling out what's wrong with the country you love and so what we look for is if a player wants to kneel if a player wants to stand let them do it in
0: unity but they get to be diversified in expression and that's really important to us Uh, so danny garcia talking about Patriotism Kneeling Whoa Those are hot button issues That get people fired up Over the last handful of years Especially in the football world Bryant And they're attacking those issues Right off Out of the gates First interview on TV together We're okay with players Kneeling in unity Players expressing their concerns The Rock went into Players expressing What's hurting them And our job as owners Needing to address that Hear it Address it And whenever you find Someone in pain He said You reach out to them and you help them, you tell them, I hear you, and you go and you actually show that you're concerned with them, it goes a long way. Having owners speak like that, way different from how the NFL approached the Colin Kaepernick situation, and until they changed course this past few months, this is big because a lot of people are going to go out there and say, this is terrible for business, or they're going to say, this is right up my alley, finally, owners who get it. So... It's a split kind of sports world. A lot of, you know, it's it's a lot of people find this issue black and white. I personally don't, and I personally love the approach that they're taking where they really do go out there and are speaking directly, I feel, to players and saying we are concerned with you, and we want to make sure this league is all about you and us together as a collective because it won't succeed without the whole league being on the same page. The XFL experiencing what the NFL did with the strife between players and owners and protesting and players rights to speak their minds and the NFL encouraging it a mess the XFL would have never survived that kind of deal so what does it say that these new owners go on TV on Vice TV of all channels too for their first interview and put this kind of messaging and this kind of stance out I think it's <clears throat> I think it's worth noting that when
1: Vince McMahon uh, announced the XFL was coming back it was right at the 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 peak of oh my god, you know, Colin Kaepernick, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? His, that was the first question said, he No was, one would kneeling.
0: Yeah, that was the first yeah. question he was asked, basically, after, you know, that press I don't that even know if he comments. was asked. I
1: think he made a statement about it. I don't yeah. even know if anyone asked him. He they said, did, though. He said, you know, people will not kneel. People, you know, this is a legal... All, all that. Whatever your choice is, and I'm not going to get into the whole political matter of, like, should you allow this? Should you not? Whatever. That's not mine. That's not this. what this show's for. At least not for me. Whatever your choice is, if you don't think that it's okay for players to kneel you are now in the minority of 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 people who watch sports and i get it that's your choice that's totally fine but this is the way things are going it's happened in baseball it's happened in basketball it's happened in hockey it's happening uh in in the nfl players feel that they have the right to do this owners are understanding that they have the right to do this and all danny garcia is doing is getting out in front of it and saying to their players we are with you we are not going to battle this we are we understand we want you to be uh, accepted into this culture we want this all to be in unity, whether you do or you don't. Everyone has the right to choose what they want to do. That's all it is. That's all this is, is Danny Garcia saying they are with the players that are going to be here for you,
0: not just as entities, but as actual like partners in this journey. Yeah, sure. There are still a lot of people that get ticked off if they see a. They, they a lot of people got mad at how the NBA, as fans, how the NBA approached social issues in the bubble. But like you said, those people, I believe, are in the minority now, especially when you consider the XFL is got has to be concerned with the players as much as the fans right now because they have no players. How are they going to get players in an age where players are more and more, and a number of them growing socially conscious, concerned with that kind of uh, with that with kind of stance the league has about that, and even if you know the players' hands are tied because they got to play where they can play and where they have their availabilities, even so. The XFL can't alienate them and be this hardline-type place that might not be a friendly place for players to play. So I'm all for the messaging Danny Garcia had when it came to patriotism and then The Rock uh, speaking just about helping people who are down and out. Down and out! Hard times! The Rock knows how to speak to those kind of people and get them fired up. So I, I just feel more and more... We've only seen little tweets and social media posts, and now we saw a full interview this is messaging very much geared towards players and recruitment that's what i'm going to keep saying each week cuz that's what i'm feeling the vibes i'm getting from Danny Garcia and The Rock as they promote and start speaking more and more about the XFL in this their first tv interview
1: it really is and, and i and i fully expect uh, the XFL to have some sort of player retention program or player you know um sign on program where where perhaps they uh, you know they they offer after football guidance you know for some players things to bring them in to the league you know as much as the you know XFL 2020 was geared towards the fans which I loved as a fan I loved and I don't think the XFL 2022 is not going to be geared towards fans I think they're just trying to bring in the players as well The Rock you know being taking
0: this somewhat personal wants to make sure players are taken care of and I get it and it's fine yep but As Vince, who's not here this week, would say, what about the money? And, of course, we're waiting to hear that, and that'll be a big factor. But I do believe as much as money rules the world, these social issues and and addressing them, you can't avoid them anymore. As a league, as players, it's very difficult to do it, and it's easier to just go out there and show your stance and be honest with people, and that's what they did in this Vice interview. I wish we would have got more in terms of the football ops side of things, but this was on Vice TV. It was on Jamel Hill and Kerry Champion's show. They're very more, much more socially conscious end of sports. That's their, that's their, uh, their bread and butter, and that's what they do, and that they do it great. And that show's yeah. pretty awesome. I'm enjoying it, and it's. It's pretty good for such a low budget show. I can't wait for them to come back. Actually, I'm going to watch a lot more of that. Carrie champions. She doesn't hold back. Damn, I didn't know she could. Oh yeah, I she agree. could kick ass uh, on the microphone. I, uh, that show uh, that show was going for that. We'll get the football up stuff, all that kind of info. I'm sure in the coming interviews we'll get from Danny Garcia. Well, Danny Garcia
1: is going to be on a. Uh What is it, the the conference that's coming up next week, I think it is? Yeah, she'll be in that
0: that ESPNW conference that we're going to keep our ears out for. I believe we could watch online the stream and see what she focuses on in that. I believe that'll probably be a lot more socially conscious type of issues. And, of course, women's issues. It is a women in sports conference. I doubt we'll hear anything about rules or TV contracts, but maybe a little bit about the business end of things I'm hoping.
1: Uh, for sure, Alan. Uh, you know, uh, real quick before we uh, do the whole thing to get out of here, I got a notification uh, on my social media that last year, Alan, uh, you know where we were? We were at the draft oh, last oh.
0: year at this time. Oh, I thought to say yeah. candy shopping for Halloween candy. candy shopping. Once, oh no, we were at we were in Connecticut for the draft. It was oh was man, good times. Good times. Oh man, a lot of pizza. Never worked China, so hard in my life. Chinese food. Oh yeah, a lot of coffee. Man, <laughs> I never. It's a good night. I never. Never thought I'd recover for how poorly I was eating and drinking that week. Here I am. <laughs> here, here, here I, I am. <laughs> Beer snake. And uh, ball, baby. Football
1: fans, this is the XFL show. Make sure you uh, check us out every single week here on your favorite podcast app. That's Apple, Google, Spotify, TuneIn, wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us five stars. Tell your friends about us. Uh, follow us. Watch us on YouTube. Subscribe there. Uh, YouTube.com right. slash This is the XFL yeah, Show. Yeah, if you watch on YouTube, page. you
0: could see my beer snake on, on the screen the whole time. Careful, careful,
1: up. Alan. There. Um, watch our YouTube what, for my beer snake. <laughs> and follow us on social media platforms at XFL Show. Little announcement here, guys. Uh, next week's show going to be a little delayed because, as you've heard, this man is getting married, Alan. Congratulations, finally, yeah, after so many years. Thing. So many delays. It's actually happening for the band, uh, so it will be a little bit late, maybe like a day or so. I don't it'll know. We haven't fr- really figured it out.
0: It'll be a Friday release. We're we're pretty sure, but it might be you know not Friday morning, so it might be later in the day or maybe later. unless anything
1: in the major evening. happens. If something major happens, I'll be here, Alan. You know, I'll I'll be I'll, I'll call him, I'll, I'll text him. Be like, Alan, call me right now, and then he'll have to call me.
0: I'll just tell. I'll just tell. Uh, Melissa, my soon-to-be wife, supposed to already be my wife. The, the rocks, the rocks called us. We gotta, we gotta, I gotta do it in the middle of the, the wedding week. So that'll, we'll get the show done for you next week. Just might be a little bit delayed. So don't freak out. And if you, we'll probably get some people on Twitter saying where's the show anyway. But if you're listening this week, the show's coming. It'll just probably be a little bit delayed because I gotta finally get hitched over here. It's been too damn long. It's supposed to happen in May, right? <laughs> we were going to do an episode from the wedding. Uh, yes, we were. Not anymore. Yeah.
1: Well, can we do it now? I don't even know. How many people are going to be at this wedding? Ten? Ten total. 15? Eight guests. Eight just guests. Par- just parents Some and siblings. Parents. Okay,
0: wow. Parents Jeez. and siblings.
1: That's are extreme. you streaming it? Live casting? Anything that I can actually watch and feel like I'm there? Uh,
0: for friends and family, possibly. I don't think we're going to make it available. I tried to say let all of our, our listeners for the Twitch. podcast, watch. Maybe put it on my on my personal Twitch, but no, I got shut down on that. It's gonna be privately streamed. But yeah, I'll have a link for you. Good bro. Oh, nice. Coming. Okay, Supp- well. Internet. internet congratulations, sir. Pending.
1: If you have any well wishes, make sure you call that fan line and let Alan know how much you uh, appreciate what he does. And now he's getting married. To congratulate him. Seven two four five six XM.
0: Congratulate my my soon to be wife for dealing with all the nonsense she has to hear me and brian on the phone or chatting and me laughing out loud and her saying oh did i say something funny no no it's just me and brian prepping for the show and then she <laughs> says oh i thought you loved me i said i do but it's the xfl show and we're still doing it and we're still on that road to 2022 we get married we have children and we still roll down that football road brian here we go we'll be back next week hopefully with uh, some more rock and danny garcia messaging to talk about we'll see i don't know but enjoy your football weekend and we'll see you for the next one for Bryant, i'm Allen this is the xfl show remember they're listening